Take two. <laughs> We're, We're back. Coming to you. We're back, yeah. We're coming to you from the boardroom here at John Wayne Service Company. That's not what they call it. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, this is Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm Philip Higginbotham. Joined, as always, by Leo Yamas. What's up, Gunslinger's Posse? Missing R.C. Woods. She's not feeling well tonight. Nope. Um, but we are... She's with us in spirit. She'll probably check always. in with us at some point. Maybe. Online. Depends on how bad she's feeling. We are on Facebook Live on Monday night, but you're probably hearing this. You might be hearing this on Wednesday on your podcast device, and that's okay. If you have no idea what you're doing here, this is Smoking Guns Podcast. We are a podcast that deals with football. We're a podcast that deals with football in Texas. We're a podcast that deals with football in Texas in San Antonio. We're a podcast that deals with football in Texas, in San Antonio, specifically centered around the San Antonio Gunslingers of the National Arena League. It's been a while since I've done that right all the way through from football all the way down i've been short-circuiting it a lot you've done all right it's okay love to hear my own voice that's the deal oh we all know that we've got guests <laughs> with us uh and we're going to introduce them now sitting with me here if you're watching on facebook live sitting off to my left uh is brandon rackler he is with uh the gunslingers now he's with john wayne service company we'll talk about them too because they're very important to the way this whole thing is going to run going forward. But Brandon, what would you call yourself as far as the San Antonio Gunslingers? Do you, have you given yourself a title yet? You know, I'm not too big on titles, so okay. I, I don't need a title. That works for me. He's the dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm calling him the dude. There's a whole thing with that. There's a whole, uh, the dude abides, yeah? Yes. And then sitting over by Leo uh, on the other side of the table here, we have Carlos Felix. Carlos, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. And so, we so give Carlos a title. Yeah, what is Carlos's title? I'm not big on titles, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a huge football fan, and I uh, like uh, having uh, football and representing San Antonio. So, uh, all right, so I do what it takes. I'm gonna I'm gonna rat him out, and I'm gonna say before we started with the camera and the microphones at all, I said something to Carlos. What are you gonna be doing as far as this whole gunslingers thing? And he said, I'm I'm basically gonna be the general manager. Uh, of things is, is that right that's a correct statement okay I'll be then the then manager. let's go ahead and, and call it that all right uh, Jay, jim renee of inside the walls podcast which is the official podcast of the national arena league says hey i need a connection to those guys in case i have questions so at some point he's he's bugged me all day about this i've got to get uh you guys connected at some point there i did it jim leave me alone man um <laughs> So let's talk about Gunslingers football because that's what we're all here um, to talk about and chat about. Let's not start in uh, some places like a really weird, awful loss on Friday night. Let's not start there. Let's start in good places. Um, so let's start with why you guys decided to jump on board. Uh, what was it, about six months ago, eight months ago, that you guys were, were really starting to get connected and get involved as far as you guys were sponsored at that point is John Wayne. Right. Um, what did you see about this that you were like, hold up, this is something that I would love to invest in and be a part of and get excited about. What was it about this that, that drew you to this? Cause you have lots of opportunities with sponsorship dollars to sure, do lots yeah. of things. You know, uh, we, we had actually gotten involved, you know, back in the day with the, talent group that was here in san antonio that okay. was the first mm -hmm. time 
uh, I'm aware of that we had Arena Football in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And uh, our company got involved with as a sponsor uh, with, with a bunch of other uh, uh, good companies down there at the Alamo Dome. Uh, and the I just remember the first time ever going to an Arena Football game, I was really pleasantly surprised as, as – to how much fun it actually is it is it's a lot of fun it's a fun version of football it's a faster game yeah yeah and and so we had did that with them uh back then and had a lot of fun uh you know got to go to a lot of games we went to take a bunch of our employees down there and and uh supported them and so when this came back around um it just it basically got our attention uh it was something that we wanted to get behind and and support uh because we do want to support uh, good things in, in our community. Like, you know, as you know, we do a lot with the high school football. Right, and, yeah. Um, uh, Texas Sports Productions yeah. and the big game coverage on KSAT right. and all of that. You guys are a big part of high school football or at least bringing high school football into homes all fall long. Right. Um, that's a big deal for you guys. Um, and this is just a, another extent. So, so you are, it's safe to say you like the game of football? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, <laughs> You know, we're, we're, we're guys here in Texas and gals sure. that, you know, we love our football. You know, we don't have, uh, you know, a big-time NFL team other than, you know, the I guess half the town that's Dallas Cowboys fans and half that hate them or whatever those numbers may be. There's nothing but, wrong with Dallas Cowboys fans. <laughs> but, uh, uh-huh. but, you know, this is something that, <laughs> that, uh, that we actually can have in San Antonio. And uh, so that's why we wanted to get behind it, for, for one, to try to help support that uh, team. And two, uh, you know, to get our people out there and, and just, you know, have, have some fun with it. Gotcha. And so that, that's why we got involved with it initially. Uh, and so we move into the season. Uh, I know you were there at the first two games there at the Freeman Coliseum. What was your, uh, what was your opinion of what you saw on the field? Let's start on the field. Uh, okay, so on the field, um, both of those first home games were were very exciting games. They were both uh, so close. You know, they were good games. <laughs> and, so close to win. And they were close games, and uh, and we had a great time. You know, just yeah. being down there and and actually uh, watching the football game. Yeah, we loved it. Okay, um, how about around the field? Let's call it off the field, but it's really around the field. Um, what were you seeing in those first two games? Because after that first game is where you stepped in and said, "Hey, we think we can help some." Uh, with some of this. And so now famously, you guys stepped up for that second game, um, took care of tickets for a lot of folks. Free let them football. come. Yeah, let them come wow. watch some free arena football. What 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 were you seeing or what was the decision making of, of was it really just as simple as this is, looks like a great product, we just have to get more more eyeballs on it? Yeah, you know, Obviously, the, the the crowd was a little bit, dis, you know, was a lot disappointing from the first game. It was small. I, I don't think, it was. It was you know, small. Not just from us as a sponsor, but I think uh, fans in general, mm-hmm. uh, if you want this to stay, you know that we have to get fans. We've got to get support behind this. So For sure. Uh, you know, that was obviously uh, not great. And so, you know, we're just looking at uh, knowing, you know, and remembering back to that first time I went to an arena football game. And I think that was – I don't know, 2014, 2013, when that's the, not really the you were around. Uh, it sounds about right. <laughs> there, there was one before that, the San Antonio Force. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. here for a little while, a okay, while back. Or two, yeah, yeah, yeah I, didn't, but, I didn't know that one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but so yeah, so you know, it's one of those things that I feel like a lot of people, uh, and and so a lot of people that I've taken down there to those games, 
uh, even people who, you know, a, a couple of, of wives that came along who weren't even football fans sure. loved it. And they told me that was great. That was, you know, they want to go back. So it's one of those things that once you get somebody to the game, they kind of get hooked on it and they, they do want to come back. And so that's the idea is, you know, just looking at how we could get, uh, you know, how we could help get, get the, get people into the stands and live events like live sports is like any other live events. Uh, the atmosphere makes a difference. And the more yes. people that you have involved, the more energy is in the room. It just, it just works that way. Um, so you put 700 people, 800 people, whatever it was at that first game in the Freeman Coliseum, it feels empty. Right. Seven, seven or 800 people is not a small number of people, but it feels empty in a 7,000 seat arena right no doubt um you guys were able to pump that number up i feel like it almost doubled did you ever see any numbers on what that second game looked like when we started when you started giving away tickets yeah i think we handed out about 1200 tickets and, that's and incredible there was some uh you know that was pre-sold as well so right i'm guessing i don't know does that sound right about 1500 or so somewhere yeah. around there um uh, it felt like quite a bit more than the first game. Obviously, you know, that was still, we, we didn't have a lot, a lot of time to, to no. get that going. Yeah, two so, days. Um, I think, you know, had we been able to maybe do that a little bit earlier, could, could have been a lot better. But even at that second game, uh, didn't you feel a different energy level just with that, that difference in people there? I mean, for sure. And, and I think yeah. everybody stayed too, because that was a very exciting game. One and, point and, game yeah. all the way down to the end, right down and, to the end, right down to the wire. Definitely a different energy in the room um, or in the arena. Um, so at that point uh, we have two, we have this two week hiatus, which I can't believe the league did to us. Um, it just doesn't make, the league has set up things very hard for the San Antonio Gunslingers, in my opinion. And I've made this pretty clear, I think, on the show. But to have two home games and then have two weeks off where there's nothing to talk about. And, and then, then have three weeks on the road where you're not back here. Brutal. And go yeah. it's five or six weeks before you're back into the building. It kills any fan momentum you have. We can't control that. The league is what they are. Um, but in the midst of that hiatus... We begin to hear that you guys not only were going to be involved, but maybe um, needing to step in or may, may end up stepping in and, and leading this thing um, going forward. Uh, and that's what's happened. Like you guys are in, in control now. Jason and Hector and Jonathan um, did a big thing in starting a football team. That's no small thing. Um, they built a, a brand and a football team. But at this point, you guys have stepped in what made now there's a there's an investment in that what have you seen or what made you make the decision that this is something you want to invest time money um energy into um what do you see in this that makes it worth doing that yeah so that's a good question and and really all it comes down to something you know very simple is we believe that the city of san antonio deserves to have a pro football team and uh, right now what we have is the San Antonio gunslingers and the National Arena League and we feel like that is something that really can be uh, a very affordable family entertainment uh, in San Antonio um, 
and we feel like the Freeman Coliseum is a perfect, really a perfect place for something like arena football, the size of the arena, the way everything is set up. Um, we'd really love to see that place packed and, and really see what the energy level can be. And when uh, we know that the people of San Antonio know how to get behind uh, they really do get behind uh, their teams. You know, yeah. we just don't have a lot of them here. Right. Um, and so our goal is to do that, is to, you know, that that's it. We just wanted to keep football in San Antonio. And here's the other thing. I realized that, you know, you guys uh, were talking earlier about uh, you started your podcast covering the Commanders. And, yeah. Yep. The know, American Arena League. Yeah. Obviously a big, or, yeah. Uh, Alliance of American Football. Alliance of there American <laughs> Football. What a big disappointment that was for Huge. the city of San Antonio, oh, especially yes. when we're getting you know good crowds out there. We've got the support. Me and Carlos went yeah. that first game, and we were surprised seeing there's a tailgate. The there's people already have jerseys. Right. They got the flags. Like they don't even know the guys yet, and they're already getting behind it. Sure. And and so that's the kind of fan base we feel like we can have here, or we do have here in San Antonio, and uh, and so we want to give them something that they can get behind and support. Um, and have good entertainment here in San Antonio. And here's the other thing. If if this city is, you know, we are always getting sort of passed up in, uh, when in, when the talks come around as to where, you know, expansion leagues might go and things sure. like that. So we've also felt like with uh, – we have to be successful with these little things right. if there's ever going to be bigger things happening in San Antonio. Uh, Drew Nichols checks in here and says uh, the XFL is coming soon. I guess he means the San Antonio. He doesn't say that, but – that's what we're talking about. And then he's got the little shoosh face. Um, was that a – like, if you're a football fan, you know that there's a possibility the XFL could end up in San Antonio. Was that a, is that a concern to you at all? I mean, obviously, if – uh, if there's another if there's another league in here, that would make things maybe a little bit more difficult. Here's the thing, though. I really – I'm a big supporter of arena football. Yeah. Um, it's a different thing. It, like it, it's it a, is a different yeah, thing. Completely. And totally so different game. this is not, you know, uh, like, so we have a, you know, a, a, a minor league baseball team here and I, right. I love going out to and see an emissions game. Right. Sure. But the thing is, is even in that environment, it's at the lower level of the same game at the big leagues. Right. right? This is, this is a different uh, experience uh, in itself. So, I really feel like this can be a really great thing. I think, um, you know, the arena football across the country can be great. Sure. And in San Antonio and in the Freeman Coliseum, I think it could be a really awesome thing, you know, uh, for our town. Well, I don't know if I've had this conversation, Leo, if we've had this conversation on the show. I know we've had this conversation, and I think we've done it with Mike's Live. About the schedule? Yeah. But yeah. the schedule works out just fine that all three of these things, the NFL, which doesn't have a team here in San Antonio, even so, you wouldn't want to go up against the NFL in football like you just don't want to um but xfl is going to start right behind the nfl season if they keep the schedule yep. they're planning on doing which means they run from february to april nal schedule starts in april yeah. so these things can all coexist i think just fine um and you're going to have fans that love the xfl and say the outdoor quote unquote outdoor or real football mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it is the only thing i watch you're gonna have people that get it that that arena football is a fun fast-paced game um that shares a lot of similarities with football but it's a different game Absolutely. like it's a it's a it's it's a fun kind of deal i met a guy and, in carolina this past week he's a season ticket holder up there uh, uh, for the cobras he's wearing a, uh, a seattle seahawks jersey and so he's a seahawks fan and he was telling me that 
he and he knows all the players on that team. He follows that team, sure. the arena football team. And uh, he was just telling me, hey, this is this is my football fix, you know, through the summertime. Right. And I'm, yeah. I'm following the Cobras and going all their games. Yeah, because the uh, the NFL offseason is a really long uh, period of time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to have that. So even uh, that being said, with the XFL schedule kind of jumping, piggybacking right after the NFL schedule and then the NAL schedule starting two weeks after what would be the scheduled XFL season. That's really, I mean, we have to cross our fingers and really hope that that's something that's going to be happening because that would actually be a golden marketing opportunity for the gunslingers to get the word out at those XFL games, to get the word out amongst those fans like, hey, once this season is over, we don't have to stop the fun. Like, Yeah, there's absolutely no reason you can't do what the XFL will, I promise, do with the NFL and say, football doesn't end. You could do the same thing as the gunslingers and say, hey, Football's not ending in San Antonio. We've got more for you. Um, you already mentioned the Freeman Coliseum and that you uh, you think that's a perfect place to play. I want to drill down on that for a second because there are options, right, in San Antonio. For this year, we're going to be in the Freeman Coliseum, and we are. I love it. Um, is there any thought at all about, well, yeah, that's fine for now, but we would love to move into a bigger venue like whatever they're going to call AT&T or – uh, the Alamo Dome or anything like that? Or do you feel like, do you really feel like Freeman is where this kind of That's thing a sweet spot. Yeah, you know, when we went to the games in the Alamo Dome, obviously, you know, we got a, a really nice facility there. There's there's suites. There's all kinds of, you know, more modern things that they do sure. have at those facilities. The problem with those games is, even, I even remember when they were getting seven and 8,000 fans out there, in that gigantic place, you know, it felt it like our first game, you know, right. cavernous. And, yeah. and so, yeah. you know, there's that side of things. And then also, you know, you know, we'd have to see if, if, if the financials would even support, you know, right. that kind of thing. For sure. Um, so, you know, for now, I think, I think we're in good, a good place. And, you know, of course, yeah, we don't maybe have, you know, all the led ribbons around the place and everything right. like that. But sure. uh, I think it is a, in a, a very good uh, place for uh, what we're doing there. It, it's almost uh, the perfect size. And I think when, you know, if you put, if you fill that place out, I mean, can you imagine how loud it would be in right. the Coliseum? Yeah. Seats, what, 7,000? Is there yeah, I think yeah. we, I yeah. think it's a little higher than yeah. that, isn't it's it? It's a little, about 8,000. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and uh, the, uh, I mean, I was surprised because I hadn't been to the Freeman in a while. I think the last time I was there was a graduation a few years back. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I walked in for that first game, they've done some updates to, to the facility recently. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, they've done some pretty well with that place. And then I, also for you people out there, I know we're in San Antonio, you know, it's kind of voted one of the fattest cities in, in, you know, the United States. Third. We're the third, third fattest city. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Come on, San Antonio. <laughs> we can, we can be number better. one. You just have to eat some more breakfast tacos. I think we're all doing our but, part. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely doing mine. But the, uh, that said, I'm talking about the seats. Like, you know, I, I've sat in Alamo Dome seats uh, for many events, many football games, and those are a little bit more snug. And I think that the seats are actually a little bit more comfortable in the Freeman Coliseum for oh, us bigger folks. So there you go. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, you for heard it you here first. Breaking news. South Texans in San Antonio. Do we need about. to market that? What do you think? I think so. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, you the should. Hey, that should be a hey, we, we are in the comfort <laughs> business, so maybe, maybe we can come up with something on that one. Fat people fit is great. He just gave you that for free, too. Like, you can run with that. Um, well, that's great to hear, because I do. I like the free, but I think it works very well for what we're doing. And you're right. You pack uh, 
you sell half of those seats. You sell 3,500 seats or, or 4,000 seats um, in that building, it would be rocking. It would yeah. be loud. You sell 4,000 seats in the Alamo Dome. I went to a UTSA football game three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, back when they were absolutely terrible, um, right at the uh, end of the season, and there were about 3,500 people there, and it felt empty. It felt like nobody was there. Um, just everybody spread out. It didn't work. Um, that's great to hear. Have you been in contact already with the league? Have you have you been able to touch base with the league and, and spend time talking to anybody back in the league office? Yeah, we have. Um, so we have been in contact with Chris, the commissioner of the league. Sure. Uh, we met Rob, Rob Storm, the owner of the uh, Carolina Cobras this okay. past week. Yeah. Uh, we've also been in contact right. already with the uh, head coach out in Albany. Joe. Uh, yeah, talked okay. to him today. And mm-hmm. uh, everybody has been – uh very very treat us very good so far very very welcoming very um very helpful you know trying because look uh we, we don't know what we're doing with uh, a football team okay so i'll be the first one to tell you that you know there's I, this and, is, this and is i not want to drill any, down on that this, a little bit yeah, here in a look, few minutes yeah, i'd this, love to have some conversation yeah, around so, that so this is not anything we ever have done before right. or ever really even thought we would do yeah. you know but it's just something that that came up and we felt, you know, passionate about. And so we're going for it, but you know, what, what we do know how to do is, uh, we know how to, uh, treat people, right. We know how to, uh, you know, uh, take care of our business. We know how to uh, do some marketing and things like that. So I think there's things that we do bring to the table that, that can, that were definitely, um, were needed and, and are ne- uh, needed to make things work. Uh, but yeah, these guys have been, you know, very, very, uh, uh, welcoming and uh, and we've got a kind of a big uh, learning curve um, so over the next couple of weeks you know we're just kind of soaking up all the knowledge we can to find out you know exactly how things work and you know what what the best practices are to to keep things running smoothly sure um, let's do this let's take a quick break for just a second uh, when we come back Carlos I want to get uh, I want to get some information from you Sounds good. Um, as far as where you want to take some of these things um, and we got to address there's some drama going on out yep. in the internet i didn't know i don't know if you guys know this but the internet can be a source of drama and uh <laughs> and so we're gonna we want to address a little bit of that talk a little bit about what uh you see for this season going forward um brandon don't go anywhere we do want to talk with you some about some of that as well um but uh when we get back we'll discuss some more of that so stick right here Sounds smoking good. guns podcast we'll be right back after this Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbottom, Leo Yamas, missing R.C. Woods today, but that's okay. We brought some other friends Yep, um, to talk with us. <clears throat> Carlos is next in the hot seat. Carlos Felix, he is, uh, we're going to call him the general manager until he tells me, stop calling me that, uh, of the San Antonio <laughs> Gunslingers at this point. We've also got um, Brandon Rackler. He doesn't like a title, so I'm just going to call him the boss. Um, the, 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 yeah, the yeah, boss, the, that's the, perfect. The dude and the boss, the dude that's and the right. boss. Um, <clears throat> Carlos, what, uh, we, Brandon alluded to this just a minute ago. Um, you guys have never run a football team before. That's correct. We haven't. So what is, what is, what is the first thing that you're looking at? Like, how do you even begin to arrange? Like, these are the first things I want to take care of. These are the next things I want to take care of. Like, what does your task list look like as you go, I've never done this before, where do I go from here? That's a good question. Um, first and foremost, I wanna just give thanks to the previous ownerships for getting it to this point. 
Uh, so Absolutely. Hats off to those guys. They did the a heck OG of a job. Three. The OG3. Uh, hats <laughs> off to getting them to this point. Um, we're here to make sure. And the one thing that I do know is that we want to keep football in San Antonio. That's hats down. We want to keep football in San Antonio. We want to make it a long-term deal. And uh, we want to take this to the next level. Uh, our goal is to have this here for the next 15-plus years. Uh, this is going to be a landmark. We're going to give it our all, and we're going to make sure that we do our due diligence to uh, keep it in San Antonio. So that's first and foremost what I do know. Okay. Um, when it comes to the football operation side of it, I'm as competitive as, as they come. Uh, I like to win. John Wayne has set a foundation where uh, everything we do, it's going to be at 110%. And in return, we ask the same from from the organization and from everybody that's affiliated with the organization. Uh, I've had a lot of conversations here recently with uh, Coach Shaw. Uh, spoke with a few players, and uh, at this point, uh, we have the right. We have the same. We're on the same page uh, where we would like to get this product. We understand that we still have some. Uh, some opportunities on the field to improve the product, and uh, we're looking on doing that on a daily basis. Just last week, we brought in a, a young man by the name of Justin Alexandri and uh, made some huge impacts on, we, on the first week that he's out there. So okay. we continue to increase that uh, talent on the field. So with on-the-field decisions, uh, you and Coach Shaw are making those together. You're giving uh, Fred Shaw control of that. How, how are on-the-field decisions being made? Uh, on, on the field decisions are being made ultimately by Coach Shaw. Great. Um, they are. He is the football. He is the brains of that operation when sure. it comes to the football. He has the knowledge. He has the skill set. He has the uh, camaraderie with the players. He's walked in those shoes before. So uh, without a doubt, I, I would not try to step out and cross any boundaries that I haven't walked in. So sure. I am learning from him, and uh, I have been able to uh, assist him with just player acquisitions as well. So. I'm just that was a trick question, Carlos. That's the right answer for any general manager. Is the football people are going to yep. take care of the football? Do you hear me, Jerry Jones? Are you listening? Yeah, good luck if you with are, that call one, me. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, um, that's definitely uh, his ball. That's definitely on his court right there. No, sure. Uh, as far as player acquisitions or making sure you have the right pieces for Coach Shaw to do what he needs to do, how are you guys handling that? Um, believe it or not, we get tons of uh, inquiries uh, on a daily basis. From- oh. We know we get the same. We get some yeah. of those same Facebook messages <laughs> and, us even, and yeah. some of that stuff. Hey, can you get me a tryout? Can you get me? You know, can you look at my film? And we're like, we're the podcast guys. We're nobody. <laughs> we're a, literally nobody. It's amazing how much people are out there wanting to just, just get involved. Um, there, but like I said, it's uh, sometimes it is um, overlooked and whatever facet. I'm not too sure why, but uh, on a daily basis, like you said, they're reaching out to y'all, the podcast guys. Sure. Uh, we're getting those same requests. Uh, we have different player agents sending us up to 10 a day from different players around the sta- uh, around the country. Um, so we are looking at all of those, and uh, this past week we did bring in two of them, and uh, we continue to look forward and continuing to put the best, uh, su- the best players on the team and have the most success. Um, we're 0-3 right now, Carlos. I don't know if you knew that. That's a, not a, that's a rough starting <laughs> point, but yeah. No, without a doubt it is, and I uh, definitely uh, acknowledge that. Uh, it, there's nowhere to go but up. That's, and that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that the glass is halfway full, and we are going to go up from there. There's no doubt. Um, the good news is that football is still in San Antonio because this thing could have collapsed, and um, at the end of the day, football is going to stay in San Antonio. We're not going to let this uh, thing collapse. It's been too good of a journey that we've gotten to so far, and we're going to make sure that we change it. I mean, the negative, and you can look at it, and I really want to drill down here in a second and talk about uh, this week in Carolina. But the negative is you can look at it and go, God, we're 0-3. 
The positive is it's a six-team league, and four of them go to the playoffs. Yeah. So there's room. Like you, you get hot, you win a few games in a row, and all of a sudden you're you're challenging there. You you can you could still do it. It's it's an uphill battle it for is. sure. It is. You know we're we're pretty close. Where we're starting to every situation, every game is going to be a must win. But you know, it, all hope is not lost. No doubt. Uh, so that's that. on the field, and then uh, player acquisition, that kind of stuff. As far as um, the rest of the stuff, all off the field. That's all off your plate, right? These guys are going to handle all of the marketing and that kind of stuff. Are you going to be involved in that too? I'll be helping out with a little bit of that stuff as well. Okay. Um, then Brandon, I want to bring you back in as we're discussing some of that, because that's sort of the conversation going on on Facebook right now. What are some ideas that you guys have marketing wise? And let me preface all of that by saying, I realize that you guys have relationships that previous ownership just didn't have available to them. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can make a phone call to a guy you've worked with, um, in San Antonio radio for a long time, putting commercials on the air that they didn't have a connection with. So they couldn't call the same guy and say, Hey, I need a, I need a good price on running this ad for the next week. Right. Um, they would not have gotten the same response that you do because you've got a relationship with them. Um, but what are some, what are some targets that you have already set for marketing and, and some stuff that you want to do? Cause I think we all recognize that marketing is an area that we can certainly improve around the gunslingers. Did I say that? Well, yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, you know, just getting the name out there and letting people know that this even exists. So without even getting into the uh, the specifics or the different, you know, uh, tactics right. to go, there's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, I think that's, you know, that's just that's just the, the problem right now is, you know, there's there's a very small group of people that, that even know what's going on with this sure. team. And so, yes, we, you know, and, and I can only imagine, you know, how how difficult that is, you know, like for the guys before trying to, you know, trying to figure out how to do that. And, you know, you know, especially on a on a limited budget and trying to trying to put that together. That's 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 no small feat. I mean, that's a that's a tough thing to do. Uh, and that's another reason why, you know, we felt confident enough to, you know, to do this is because that is an area um, that, you know, we just do have, uh, some experience with. Um, so th- that's, that's not something that, uh, we're really worried about. That's, you know, that's, that's probably one of the, the areas that we feel very confident in. Uh, one of the areas that, you know, we want to get better in is just, you know, learning some of the operations of, of the team and, you know, how sure. the league works and, and, and we've already learned a lot of stuff already, but you know, th- those are the areas that, you know, we're trying to uh, absorb, you know, the knowledge as fast as we can. Also, you know, I've gotten a lot of good ideas from uh, fans, from different sponsors that we've talked to so far, different people. And that's something that's actually really cool is a lot of people are you know, willing to throw out different ideas. Right. I've, had some, I've heard some really great ideas and we want to hear more. So, well, you know, if there's things that people want to give us some pointers on or our ideas they have, we're all ears. What a great segue. You should do a podcast um, because <laughs> we're getting some of those ideas and I want to just toss them out for you. Um, Todd Mintz, who is over in California and follows the team very, very closely, um, says uh, perhaps some public appearances by the team, hiring a sales staff for just cold calls to different organizations and different folks. Um, and then Carrie White, who is the mom of one of our players, and we yep. love the moms. Uh, Big RC does lots of mom-to-mom segments. I don't know if you caught any of those. 
but she'll catch up with players, coaches, maybe even owners, parents, um, or moms, and uh, says, get kids excited about the gunslingers. Go visit public schools, kids' camps, kids' football camps, um, some of those things to just get the name. I mean, let's be honest. If a kid comes to a football camp and walks home with a – or goes home with a San Antonio Gunslingers T-shirt – You've made a fan and maybe even a full family there Absolutely. that are going to connect. And, and I can tell you from experience that that goes a long way because uh, back in, uh, I think it was December when the team did the uh, original uh, uh, you know, uh, media release out there at Smoke. Um, yeah. Was that in December? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so two days later, we had our uh, John Wayne Player of the Year for high school football yes. that they had voted on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, – Ashton Dubose from uh, Brennan. Uh, Brennan High School, right? So when we, when me and Carlos were out there at Smoke, uh, we met uh, Callie Rashad and um, uh, Joey, Fisher. Joey Fisher and met those guys there in their uniforms. And we just told them, said, hey, we're going to present this award. It was, I don't know if it was the next, the next day or the following day. They said, hey, we're going to go present this award. Do y'all, y'all want to come out there with us? And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. Uh, it's like, okay, cool. Here's the address. We'll meet you over there. These guys showed up in their uniforms. Yeah. These guys came out, um, talked to the kids, were part of the presentation, actually did their homework, knew the record of the team. Uh, and those kids, we were, I was just watching them like, man, they really, they latched onto those guys, seeing them in the uniform. For sure. And so that does have big impacts. And that is definitely an area that we want to do with the guys getting them out in the community, get them in the high school football scene, those kinds of things. Those, sure. those are big impacts, and that's definitely going to be a big part of, of what we do. Jim Murday is a big uh, Jacksonville Sharks fan, and we won't give him a hard time about that right now. Um, he says they do um, a camp with the Sharks, but they also do theme nights. Uh, Star Wars, you saw Star Wars night in, yes. in Carolina. Um, Pokemon night. I don't know about any of that. Pokemon. I'm okay with Star Wars. Like that sounds like a blast. Um, I do know that previous ownership had kind of a loose schedule that they had with some first responder stuff, some military appreciation, some of those kind of things. Um, what about theme nights or specifically promotional moments on the field? You know, when you go to, you mentioned missions games, uh, when you go to a missions game and you do the Whataburger fry toss and they're tossing, uh, you know, pool noodles into a Whataburger bin uh, and winning gift cards. What about getting some more of that kind of stuff involved? Have you guys, have you guys looked that direction? Absolutely. At all? And that's, that's, you know, uh, some of the things that we noticed at the game that we went to, it's we've been, week. we've been also watching a lot of the other league games on the YouTube sure. channel, just kind of seeing, you know, some different things that they're doing. Um, a big part of this is, okay, you have the football game and you have the X's and O's and you have that. Another side of this is the entertainment value. And right, it's got to be entertaining, and so so those are definitely areas we want to to have a, a major improvement in, and and really you know Philip to do some of those things, what do we need to make that happen, right? Well, we need fans that <laughs> are going to be in those stands <laughs> the to do those things. Exactly. Yes, and, I mean yes. Waterburger doesn't want to get their stuff out to you for nobody to see it. That's right. I mean we have to be sitting in the stands for that to be a part of things. Uh, yeah, you're right, because when you go to a missions game, only about 25% of the people at a missions game care about the baseball happening on the field. Yeah. It is an experience. That's what it's all about. Um, and so if we spend all this time going, hey, the football's great, that's wonderful, but dad is the only one that cares, and there's two kids and a wife that come along with him, and they would love to see something a little more fun. 
I did love, I think we talked about this the last show, um, some of our players coming out and just throwing yeah. pitch and you know, catch throwing with the, the balls fans. With the kids in the stands. It was yeah. a lot of fun. That um, was really cool. I think uh, uh, that was in, yeah, in the second game at the halftime. We had them come out a little bit earlier. Well, we put it off long enough, and we've now hit all around it. Let's talk about Friday night. Let's talk. You guys were both Ugh. there. Were you both out there yeah. in Carolina? We were both. There. Um, and oh. so you weren't. You were at the watch I was at party. The watch party. Yeah. I was unfortunately stuck at a work meeting, and so I was sneaking glances of my cell phone. Don't tell my boss. Um, actually, I'm a pastor, so I guess my boss already knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm sneaking glances at my phone, and then when it was bedtime that night, I went and sat down and watched uh, as much of the game as I could stomach. Is that fair? Um, and uh, which was most of it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the game on uh, Friday night. What were what was everybody's first impressions? Leo, I'm, I'm starting with you. Okay, well I was at I was at the watch party, so uh, there was uh, about maybe 15 people there. We saw some familiar South faces. Southtown 101. Yep, Southtown 101. We're familiar with that spot. Yeah, we've done that. Was back from the Commanders days doing yep, some, we watch did some watch parties there. there. We've had some some things there prior with the uh, San Antonio Gunslingers as well. So I mean, we had we had a good little group there set up in that back room. Eventually, that's where we got set up and uh, started off um, pretty positive. I mean, Gunslingers, you know, took took the uh, the opening kickoff, had a nice drive all the way down to I think it was the one yard line, and then we got our first turnover. So wait, um, I want to stop you there. Before you so, talk about the first turnover, I want to talk about this moment where I watched John uh I watched Robert Kent Jr. do Robert Kent Jr. things again. Yeah. The play I know what you're talking about. Two yep. plays before the fumble. Um Robert Kent Jr. has no business doing anything but getting sacked in that moment. <laughs> and sees uh, uh an offensive lineman who had checked in as a tight end, I believe, just kind of standing there. And as he's going down, pitches it out to him, uh, to this uh, tight end, Trey Harlan. Trey Harlan, yeah. Trey Harlan gets all the way down to the one-yard line. Beautiful. This is why Robert Kent Jr. is the guy that needs to be leading this team right now. Uh, experience. It, experience quarterback. I mean, he knows what to look for in, in situations. He, he's uh, seen everything you can throw at him. So even when he's under duress – um, he's, he knows what to, he knows he's looking down the field and he, he knows the situation and knows what he's got to do with the ball. I mean, we've seen some situations where he's thrown the ball away very smartly, right. uh, but that was one of those, uh, great moments to Trey Harlan, uh, before we get to, uh, well, um, I just want to ask, uh, I know Trey Harlan went down with an injury. Do we have any insight on that, on how he's doing, or is that something we can talk well, about? Right now, he did go, uh, we still hadn't got the results. I know he, today he went to go get an MRI. So okay. Okay. Checking in with that. Okay. And, uh, a, and a big thank you to Sochi. Sochi does so well. Sochi She's is great. incredible. She's Sochi great. is one of our favorite Phenom- people ever. Phenomenal. She is watching live right now. Um, she is absolutely one of my one of our favorite people on the show. Yeah, the poor thing. She got sent all around the country. By the way, we heard. Yeah, yeah. she was mentioning that <laughs> yeah. a few minutes ago. She, that she, that she was had, the best. She had a rough day. She had a rough day. Um, so. We could get into the bits and pieces and and pick apart every play and talk about, um, but what I saw, and you guys can tell me, you were there, um, you've been closer to the team than I've been over the past week or two. Um, What I saw was a team that started out competitive, but 
with a 20-hour bus ride, a lot of transition around the team, a lot of unsurety before that transition, just kind of ran out of gas, ran out of, I hate to say emotional energy because that doesn't sound like a football thing, but it's just honestly, it it looked like a team. uh, Let's not take anything away from Carolina. Carolina is the best team in the league right now. They play great football. Um, I even know for a reason. It just looked to me like a team who was competitive to start with, but as it got into the second half and and the back part of that game, they just ran out of it. And I kind of understand. There's a lot going on. Um, not just on the football field for these guys right now. Those, those guys have uh, seen some adversity this past couple of weeks. Uh, hands down, they've seen quite a bit of adversity. And uh, the challenges they've had to uh, overcome and uh, deal with from A to Z. Uh, you can nitpick everything, but at the end of the day, hats off to those guys. They are troopers. They, uh, they made that trip. Uh, all of them, not going wasn't an option. Not going wasn't an option. They all were going to get on that bus. And uh, it was a 20-hour bus drive, but needless to say, wow. uh, Hats off to those men, and uh, they went out there. And So what uh, what will be the plan going forward? I realize that with the transition, I think the bus was, was your only option, right? We uh, definitely tried getting tickets on uh, flights the day before. We had two travel agents uh, working the all I avenues. imagine getting flights for, what, 25, 30 people is kind of <laughs> expensive the day before. Um, it's, it was not so much it about regardless expense, of the price. it's about getting the flights. Yeah, getting, really? getting the you flights. Just get we up. couldn't get okay. the flights. Not enough. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and just to kind of address that for people that don't know, I mean, I'm sure there's someone that's going to be listening to this and wondering why is the team getting flights the day before a game? So, literally, yeah, literally, because we didn't own the team the day before. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that that's uh, that so, was yeah, one it, of the it, it challenges was, we've been facing. It was it was definitely um, you know we were happy that we got the guys to the game. Yes. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the the bus was not, uh, you know, the, that's not going to be the, the obviously the plan going forward. Uh, I bet there's a bunch of guys that are really glad to hear Oh, that. yeah, no doubt about yeah. it. So, like, you know, like, you know, we already have everything booked for we, Orlando We, we already. got the planes already. We yeah. got flights already booked for next week. You going in the night before? Yeah. Let them rest in a hotel yeah, and we'll, then get together game day? That's right. We'll be leaving awesome. here early Friday morning. They'll have all of Friday to relax. And, and, and did you guys make it up on the bus in enough time for them to get rest? Or was it get off the bus, play, get on the bus, and no, come no, home? No, they, they left okay. at 8 o'clock. And so the only good thing about that on the way down is, you know, kind of, kind of you know, sleep on the way down. And then, you know, you have the as rest As much of as day. you can on a bus. Yeah. I mean. And they got there about 5 p.m., 5, 6 o'clock. Yeah. Um, and so they did have the rest of the evening. They went out as a team and had dinner. Excellent. And uh, had a team dinner, went back to the hotel, got good night's rest, had some breakfast in the morning, had a pregame meal, and then got ready for the game. Good deal. Uh, Joey Fisher checking in, or Lamont Fisher, I guess is what he is on Facebook, uh, saying, thank you, sweet baby Jesus. I'm sure that's about the flights, uh, knowing that the <laughs> yeah. flights are already taken care of. No more bus. Booked and ready to go. No hey, we want to we wanna put in just a um, – I, I want to speak for both of us here, Leo. We want to put in a word – for Joey Fisher and say, we want to see more of 88. Yes. We want to see a lot more of 88, Coach Fred Shaw. That's, that's, um, that's on Shaw, Let's make that happen. Um, so uh, going back to Carolina, I know we all want to forget about it. And, and it apparently YouTube wants to forget about it too. Have you seen this? Games disappeared off YouTube. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the league is having issues with some copyright infringement issues that happen on YouTube anytime you upload music. Anything to YouTube that has even the hint of music. Uh, so much so that a buddy of mine and I go out and play disc golf. Mm-hmm. He records the whole round. He edits it and puts it up on, face, on YouTube because he thinks people want to watch it. 
and people actually watch it, which is weird. If I have a Bluetooth speaker on my bag playing music, he'll get a copyright infringement violation on that. Um, so I think they're dealing with that, and I expect them here soon to uh, put the game back up. So I know we want to forget about it, um, but it, it we have to talk about it. Um, I, I use this word with you, Leo, when I talked about the game uh, on Saturday after I'd watched it. Um, it's the first time as a Gunslinger fan I think I've been embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In the conversation we had, this is – Definitely to this point, the worst loss in franchise history. It's a short-lived right. uh, time so far. But uh, the first time we've seen this team kind of go out there and not have an answer and then not be able to figure something out to be you know, competitive, to see what we've seen, that fire, that, that competitiveness, and – you know, people were upset about that. You know, people leaving from the watch party, you know, people that mentioning things online afterwards. Understandably, you're a fan of the team. You're you're part of the Gunslingers fan base, the Gunslingers posse, as we like to call them. Uh, you have relationships with players, uh, coaches, you know, multiple people involved with the team. And you want that success really badly. You feel it. Yeah, it's like I'm almost feeling it in your heart when you see something like this because it was bad. And nobody involved, whether it's the fan base, anyone on the team, the players, the coaches, no one came away from that satisfied in even 1%, I think. I think everybody knew what that was. And um, it's it's just it was a, it was a night to kind of get past. It was we were way outmatched, outclassed that night in that arena by the best team in the NAL. I mean, but it's one game and it's one game. It, it, it doesn't put it's that. Not a, it's not a portent of what's going to happen to all the rest of the season. Nope. Um, it, it's not any of those things. It's one game. Um, so before you start uh, tossing your gunslinger stuff into the trash can, um, realize that, that there was a lot going on around the team. Um, there was a 20-hour bus ride. Yeah. We've already talked about that. Um, there, there's a lot of things that led to um, a pretty rough game. A lot of challenges. One of the things that's been noted um, regularly, and Todd just mentioned something, Todd uh, Mintz just mentioned something, is that Carolina scored on every play, or on every position. Um, the defense was not where we're used to seeing San Antonio Gunslinger's defense. That's always kind of, kind of been the pride of the team. Yep. I know that there's been, and this is the drama that we had to address, we have to address, there's been a change in the coaching staff, and that we believe, Leo and I believe, that probably affected the defense because uh, Coach Trey Ivory uh, was not with you guys in Carolina and is no longer with the team. What can you, what, what do you want to tell us about that? What, what, what is the deal? What, what's going on here? Well, First of all, uh, Trey Ivory, every um, interaction I've had with him has been nothing but honorable. He's been a good man, yeah, respectable. And uh, and we hear that from lots of folks, lots of players and lots of people in two leagues. We've yeah. heard that Trey Ivory is well-respected. He's a well-respected, well um, more so got a good rapport with his players. Um, however, what we did is uh, he didn't make the trip. Um, we did speak with Coach Shaw, and uh, at this point, Coach Shaw is our man. And uh, as an organization, we just decided to go in a different direction at okay. this point. Uh, um, there's been no fallouts or no. It's just uh, we did, at this point we decided to go in a different direction. 
And so Coach Shaw and Coach Ivory were kind of the the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, it are is is Fred going to be able to bring somebody in to help him? This is an awful lot to carry for one person. We definitely are working on that already. Okay. Yeah. Um, we've heard rumors, and that's all they are right now. And so I just want to ask what what you would tell us about about some players um, already walking over Coach Ivory not being part of the team, others calling uh, secret, not secret, calling players-only meetings. Um, any truth to any of that? Anything out there that, that um, you're dealing with on that side of things? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, none of the players have come to me directly and okay. brought that to my attention. Now, uh, some of the players are watching, listening with us right now. Yep. If they want to reach out to you, you're asking them to do that, right? Well, we do have a not necessarily a chain of command, but I have given them my number in the past. Okay. And um, I do ask them to go through their head coach initially. But if sure. they feel that they're not uh, getting their questions or uh, getting where they need to, we do have an open door policy. Okay. We do definitely have an open door policy. So. so there you go. I know some of you guys with us on Facebook Live or listening on the podcast wanted us to address that. There's what we got. Um so some of that uh, has some legs, and some of that is probably um, not information that uh, that we can verify right now. So that is what it is. And, and um, look, let me just say this. You go know, ahead. We're looking for, uh, you know, we're, I don't know, six days into this thing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, sure. Stuff, yeah, <laughs> stuff's happening. You hadn't you figured know. it all out? It's yeah. been almost a whole week. But, uh, <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> you know, I can tell you this, you know, um, yeah, I, I realize there was, there was some been some drama, different things going on. Uh, we're not drama people. Um, so, Amen. Let's, uh, let's not do any drama. You know what I'm drama. saying? And, uh, and so we want guys that want to be gunslingers. We want those guys to be on our team. Yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, guys, you know, we're not, we're not literally looking, looking for drama. We're looking for guys that, that want to, you know, take care of business on, on, the, on the football field. So that's, that's, that's what I'll say about that. Yeah. Great. I like that answer. Yep. Um, I want to take another quick break. When I come back, I want to talk a little bit uh, to you guys just about you um i want to get to know you a little bit i think fans want to get to know you they're gonna they're gonna get behind you and jump in the more they know you and get to know you so uh can we just talk to you guys and get to know you a little bit in this last segment let's do it all right let's go let's take a break right here we'll be right back smoking guns podcast hang with us smoking guns podcast philippine about them leo yamas missing rc woods tonight Uh, but we're hanging out with some of the new uh front office for the san antonio gunslingers i like that uh we got uh, carlos and we've got brandon um and we're talking about uh while during the break we were talking about uh, whether you rode the bus you said you didn't ride the bus with did him. not no man you didn't want to get to know all the players and spend 20 hours with them in a experience <laughs> we, we, we did <laughs> we we, we did first yeah we, yeah we, we did uh Actually, Carlos went and bought them, you know, all kinds of stuff. To, to we set them off, right? Well, uh, we met with the guys before we took off. Sure. Um, and uh, actually, they did their uh, first uh, team prayer that I was involved with right there on the bus, which right. was cool, and uh, kind of set them off. But, um, you know, we were uh, leaving a little bit of room. It's, you know, these, these are big guys. so Right. You know, Leave them as much room as possible. I understand. Yeah. No, I wouldn't expect you to ride the bus. Like, we famously, you should go back and listen to the episode at some point. Leo and I rode the bus with them to Mississippi last year. Yeah. Yikes. 
just we just, almost died three times. Yeah, it was like scary. not even like planned. it was a scary deal. <laughs> it was really scary. Um, someday we'll have to tell you the whole story. We yeah. don't want to go into the whole thing. Our, here, uh, most was, of our listeners have heard that story, so yeah, we'll spare um, them. We're gonna ride the bus with them next week, though. Yeah, right, Carlos. We are. are y'all taking a bus next week? No, I'm just taking a bus anymore. Um, so tell me uh, a little bit. I want to start with you, Brandon. Um, you're a football guy. Obviously, you wouldn't do this if you weren't. Um, what is your, What are your teams of choice? NFL and college. Like, okay. Who do you follow? So NFL, I'll give you one guess. Oh, I'm not going to guess because I'm terrible guess. at come that. Come on, come on. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Great. I like it. Yeah. This is the right guy. We got the right guy. <laughs> okay. What's you, Leo? Not a fan? I'm a Denver Broncos he's fan. A, oh, he's a Broncos okay. fan, yeah. and there's nothing are terribly from, wrong Are you from Denver? That. No, I am not. Just a Denver Broncos fan of San Denver Broncos okay. fan, yep. Uh, grew up military family. My brothers had traveled around a lot, so I had one, one brother who was a Miami Dolphins fan, another one who was an Oakland Raiders fan. Um, I was born in California, but raised here. I mean, came over as a, as an infant and kind of watched my brothers watching AFC games and hating on the Cowboys. So I kind of did the same and then picked my own AFC team. And John Elway was just, uh, becoming, uh, you know, he, he was, he was a young quarterback when I kind of started following and I just, it stuck. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dallas is the a love or hate team, isn't it? Even, it, it is. Even, yeah, uh, for sure. And that's It, it goes fair. both ways. Even like, if you love them, sometimes you hate them, right? I'm a huge Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboy fan all my life. I was raised in North Texas. Um, I was 12 when they won the first Super Bowl in 92. So that just kind of cinched things. And that, But I will freely admit that my least favorite fans in the NFL are Dallas Cowboys fans. Yeah. Like, drive me nuts, man. Um, always wanting to get rid of Romo. Always wanting to get rid of Dak. <laughs> like, always sure that the next, you know, you want to get rid of Dak Prescott. What are you going to get instead? Like, show me where there's a better quarterback. Cooper Rush is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott? That's not true. Uh, Carlos, what about you? It's Dallas. Dallas, for sure. Good. Yeah. See, this is the right way. This is the way. Um, if you that say things so. should be. Uh, Dallas, <laughs> what about college football? What are you guys, uh, college football? Well, for me, it's Texas Tech. Okay. Um, not because I went there or anything like that. Uh, my oldest son went there, and so that was – I didn't go to college. And okay. so, you know, I went straight into, you know, installing air conditioners and that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> well, um, that's worked out pretty well for yeah, you. Yeah, so. it is. But uh, so we sent him up there, and uh, we actually – he really loved Lubbock and Tech, and we did too. We really enjoyed the town and going up there. Went, went to a tailgates with him, went to games. Yeah. It was, it was a blast. That, that whole town really just thrives around that team. For sure, cool. because there's nothing else in that town. Um, <laughs> You're not uh, wrong. The yeah. uh, When was that that he was up there? Uh, let's see, last year. Yeah, he graduated there last year. Okay, great. Um, so Tech, and what about you, Carl? Uh, Tech's A&M. A&M fan for college. Right. And uh, more so here recently, uh, UTSA. My wife just graduated with her master's from UTSA. Uh, and, UTSA uh, football's getting uh, to be I, a I, lot of fun I right definitely, now. definitely uh, support where some of my uh, monies have gone and supported. So. I got very lucky to get an opportunity through Project Spurs uh, over the last season to cover the UTSA uh, Roadrunners. So I went to all the home games. I, I think I missed one. Um, but we got to go to the home games. I got to sit up in the press box 
write my little articles but uh what a season yeah lots of fun especially uh, those last few games this season they were just yeah, yeah i got I to go to the conference uh, i was there for the conference usa championship game that was a blast um i actually drove up to north texas okay. for the bowl game yeah. that was not a blast uh, <laughs> is what it is yeah. uh other sports are you are you sports fans or just football fans oh uh, i mean we're we're probably sports fans in general me personally i'm i'm more of a a high school sports fan than a pro sports fan actually uh just because i've got four boys and so that's that's what i spend most of my time sure. you know uh being being fans of those kinds of teams but obviously we, we gonna, support the uh the, the pro teams as well i'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask a loaded question here because i'm gonna oh. have fun with this uh what high school football team do you do you follow oh that's an interesting question <laughs> <laughs> uh so currently it's the bernie greyhounds Oh. That's that's the team that we're following. That's that's where my son plays. All right. No Lavernia Bears for you? Hey, I hey, I'm I was a Lavernia Bear. Right? I know. So, uh, <laughs> I was so yeah, excited. Yeah, we we and I know you called a lot of games. For, I did. I got know, to call on, some games and I got to uh, yes and, uh, and cover some and games. We've watched a lot of great uh, Lavernia Bear games over the over the years. So my oldest graduated in 2018. He actually wasn't uh, a football player. He played basketball and baseball. Okay, but. Uh, that was a really exciting team they had in 2018. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a blast. And that game between uh, Bernie and Lavernia that year. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. That was, that that was, that was Lavernia's possession. only loss. Yes, that, it was. Yeah, yeah. And a last position kind of yes, thing. It, it, was. Was a, it was a great game. Yep. Um, I did not get to call that when I was in the press box uh, writing for the paper that time, though. Uh, I, I want to – high school football? For me, it's, um, for me, it's more. Uh, I, I like the Houston Astros. Like, oh, do you? I like a lot of baseball. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> no, the Astros are. You know they're team. cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the championship, with the championship. Uh, well, yeah. If you cheat, you can win a championship. Look at that. No. Um, no, that's fine. They, 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 they bang on trash cans. It's not a thing. <laughs> um, great. Well, so uh, Carlos, where you, know, you were. You were born and raised here around San Antonio, in fact, out in Lavernia, is that right? Yeah, my parents uh, actually uh, grew up in uh, San Antonio. Uh, Dad grew up, he went to Harlandale High School. Okay. They moved me out to, they moved out in Lavernia when I was about five years old. So, okay. yeah, we've been in this in this area our whole lives. Excellent. What about you, Carlos? Are I'm you... born and raised right here in San Antonio. Excellent. Southeast side of San Antonio. Went to a Brackenridge High School. Um, have two boys, and I've my wife married 26 years great so uh have two boys that uh are going to now be helping as well excellent yeah, they were actually on the Very bus cool. they were they, were, oh, they, they, they took the bus they, they took did the bus. <laughs> they, they, they were the equipment guys and yeah they were uh, out there you know water boys and all that stuff but they did a good job for us actually uh so you're from you're both from here in south texas so uh if rc were here she would ask you a few questions and i gotta i gotta grab a few of them uh, She'll get mad at me Fill if I in don't. for RC. Yeah. Um, I will. So, what is your favorite breakfast taco? Favorite breakfast taco for me is carne guisada. All right, and I can actually go with the carne asada a la mexicana. Okay. Uh, so I like some. Uh, it has to have some type of meat in there. It can't be a potato and egg for me. Any so, particular place you, you um, make sure you stop by? Actually, one that's pretty solid is right down the street from our company. It's called Chile Verde. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I've never had breakfast there. tacos oh, from there, they're, but they're I, on point. I've really had dinner good. there a few times. It's pretty good. Chili Verde uh, out on 87. Yeah. Head out there. They're not even paying me to say that. Look at that. <laughs> uh, what about you, Brennan? Breakfast uh, taco? Okay. So, you know, I, I have uh, my normal go-to just kind of anywhere around San Antonio. 
sausage, egg, and cheese, and actually a Bill Miller's fan for tacos. Okay. Um, f- oh, Sochi ju- checking in and says, flour or corn? <laughs> you know what? I got to go with... I try to go with corn sometimes. Sure. That's but, what you're uh, supposed to yeah. say. But, I mean, obviously, you can look at me and go, it's flour, mm, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's they're flour. hard to beat, aren't they? <laughs> Unfortunately. When you feel like being good, it's corn. But, yeah, how often do you feel like that, right? Yeah. yeah. So another thing RC would definitely ask is uh, top two songs in your playlist. I'm probably the worst to ask when it comes to music. I'm not... I'm not one that listens to a whole lot of music. A lot of mine's just my wife gets in the vehicle and she's like, it's this sports radio you got going on again. All so right, you so listen that, to a lot of sports radio? Sports radio. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And uh, what, as uh, far as music wise, um, I'll be honest here. Recently, I started putting it back on the Tejano station that they had oh, yeah? back, in the, back in the 90s. Well, now I'm going to swing over to Sports Talk Radio for a second. Here in town, who do you prefer to listen to? Uh, what, what's your favorite local personality sports actually here recently it was uh probably that michael jimenez that sports show that he has okay. that uh halftime i think that's what he calls it gotcha um what's your least favorite i have one uh you probably it, can't answer that nah, question nah, it, it, no it, it probably it, it's it's one that i still listen to but i don't always necessarily care yeah. to but uh the taylor <laughs> yeah thank you mike taylor it's I don't taylor, like yeah. mike taylor i still catch myself Bugs listening me. to it but it's not one that i'm a big fan of yeah it's he just still, he still tries his his shtick isn't great for me i don't i don't yeah, get it it's taylor <laughs> um i used to listen to him when he was in dallas and he was a maverick honk all the time yeah. and now he talks about uh spurs like he's been a lifelong spurs fan what about you top two songs in your playlist uh, smoking guns podcast uh, there you go. This guy there knows go. what he's doing. What else is there? Uh, yeah, yeah. This guy knows what he's doing. Uh, that's a great answer. Do you have a real answer? Uh, you know, I, I listen to all kinds of stuff, so yeah, I, sure. I can't think of what my top favorite song is or anything like that. But yeah, I'm, you know, country music fan, rock fan, uh, all kinds of stuff. Great, great. Um, what other kind of questions would uh, would would RC make sure she threw at them? Um, we covered the breakfast tacos. Yeah, we covered, that's always a big one. Uh, she likes to say toppings. Tell, toppings on your toppings pizza. on pizza. Yes, yeah. no, definitely had the jalapenos right the there. Jalapenos, yeah. The jalapenos, the yeah. jalapenos, uh, and some Papa John's pizza, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, what about you? Toppings on your pizza? Uh, supreme with jalapeno. Yep. Gotcha. Gotta gotcha. have that spice to it. Uh, fair enough. I don't do enough jalapeno on my pizza. I guess. <laughs> I guess it's. Uh, I guess that's not a. A thing I do, um, Brandon. Did you play football when you were in high school? Uh, no, I didn't. I did. I played a little bit. I wasn't. You know, I'm not really uh, the best uh, football player, but okay. you know, just always been uh, uh, a big fan of you know football, basketball, those kinds of things. Sure. I'll ask you the same question, question, Carlos. Did you play in yeah, high school? Yeah, I did play up until probably my sophomore year. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um. So, what are your What's your vision look like for the future of the Gunslingers? Yes, that's. I mean, what what do you want to see this? Question. I, I mean, we've talked a little bit about you know you want it to be uh, here for fifteen or you know, ten or fifteen years, and we've talked about some of that kind of stuff. But um, how is this thing successful? When you when you think about the San Antonio Gunslingers being a successful arena football team, what does that look like to you? It looks like a Freeman Coliseum completely full of people okay uh, six seven thousand people in that arena sure um 
gear, merch, everybody wearing it. Um, people talking about it for the remainder of, after that game throughout okay. the course of the week. Um, and just having that passion to want to go back and uh, having that passion to just support the city of San Antonio's football. Great. So. About you, Brandon? All those things and winning championships. Yeah. Okay. Not about <laughs> I it. love that answer. <laughs> Uh, I am definitely That's down with that answer. Speaking of merch, um, we're wearing a couple of new hats. You've got one on, too. You guys yeah. put this stuff together pretty quickly. Um, is this something we're going to see more and more variety roll out on? Absolutely. Are you guys going to stick Absolutely. with this base stuff that you're running no, around? We'll, 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 uh, we'll like to hear what people want. We'll, we'll get more stuff going, but we'll definitely get some more things going. Yeah. My Flags. nephew over here, Jordan, he made that happen for us in uh, nice. very short order. Well done. Because this is good stuff. I can tell you one thing that people want because they've told us repeatedly. Man. Flags. Flags. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah, like the tailgating flags that you can put on your, your vehicles. Okay. Like uh, a three by five logos. San okay. Antonio gunslingers flag. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think yep. you'd sell some of those if you pr- if you got some of those printed up. Remember the little car flags they used to do the Spurs? Sure. Car yeah, flags. on the windows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember those. Yeah, the ones that you had to roll up your window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we lost a few of those. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh you guys Spurs fans? You guys are, yeah, you're from South, South Texas, so you're Spurs fans, right? I used to be a much bigger Spurs fan. I, I'm not too much of an NBA fan anymore, honestly. Really? Yeah. I get that. Um, the game's been – well, we could get into a whole thing about how the game's <laughs> – game's gotten soft. Uh, I mean, just NBA basketball to me has gotten yeah. soft. Um, I, I liked the days of of Barkley and Jordan and those guys that would run into each other and and you earn your foul. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I almost want to see them go back to a day where you call your own foul. Yeah, and exactly. if you're if if it hurt you that bad that you have to call a foul <laughs> on it, then that's yeah, go fine. Ahead. <laughs> um, but uh, computer said Jim says uh, roll out some computer sticker uh, computer stickers. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, the stickers you stick on your laptop, stuff like that. They've oh, already okay. got some of those, I yeah. think. Carrie White, yep. Yeah. We're looking at some right now. Uh, Carrie White says noisemakers. Always okay. good stuff. Uh, and then Doug White says uh, yellow towels. We've got those. Uh, we used to swing around yellow towels last season when the uh, officials got flag, flag happy. happy. <laughs> we would make sure yeah. they knew that we, we knew that they we didn't come to watch them. We could have used those in game one for sure. Y'all are pretty big yeah. fans of these uh, referees. Too, right? <laughs> okay. Let's talk about it. Because um, you're, you, you're now, uh, well, you will be soon, officially. Uh, the owners and, and into the board of the league. Um, I got to do something about these these officials that we've had in San Antonio. Okay. And I don't know that I've seen uh, it done that poorly. Poorly? Is poorly the right word? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've seen such a poor job around the league, although it does slow... And here's my problem. Um, do I want the San Antonio gunslingers to get every call and for them to call everything against the Columbus line? Sure. Yes. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> um, because I'm a fan of the gunslingers, and that's what I want. But what I really want is a game that flows well. Yeah. And right. so when there's a flag on every other play or that game against Columbus, you were there, mm-hmm. um, where there was a, a series of seven plays in a row where there was a flag on every play. I'm getting bored as a fan. Like, this is no longer as interesting to me. Followed by lots of discussion between coaches and and referees and referees and referees amongst themselves oh, to get the call right. Review. Like, yeah. yeah. I need to mention that, too, because I called out Coach Fred. The you la- did. Uh, the last time we had a game, and I said, 
get out of the ref's pocket, control the things that you can control. I don't know that he listened to me or cared what I said or not. He probably doesn't. But it looked to me through my phone as I watched the game that he did a lot less of of talking with the refs. So you guys were there. Did you see did you see a marked difference in the amount of time he was spending with referees as opposed to the team? Yeah, I, I think I think so. Okay. And uh and I think uh Well, obviously that's cuz of me. I mean, obviously <laughs> well, everybody listens he, he to the show and he knows. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean he told me that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he said those those guys <laughs> Um, I don't want to make them mad. Yeah, but, I'm sure. Yeah, hey, I, don't, I don't pull and, me this into this. It's that's Philip. The other thing, and you're right about on. the flow of the game. You know, it does. Yeah, it does it's, get a, little, it's a big deal. Like you know, and that's kind of my thing with like the NBA now is it's kind of hard to watch. Like it is. I don't want to see James Harden just shoot 25 free throws a game. Uh, you know, and you know, and and and. That that sort of uh, that's just not fun as a fan anymore. And that no. that strategy of fouling the players that aren't great at the line, but are great in the field, unfortunately, comes from my boys from the Mavericks. That was Don Nelson that created the hack a shack yep. um, idea, and yeah. so I have to too. own that. Um, as a Mavs fan, that came from us. We 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 created that idea of uh, foul them, put them at the line if they're not great. I mean, all those free throw calls. shooters are counterintuitive to the whole idea behind arena football action packed. it's yeah. supposed yeah. to be fast action right. action packed it's a shorter field right. more geared towards the offense you know it's supposed to be a quick fast game and when you slow it down with conference call after call and conference and after conference and review after review it just becomes tedious and then you end up with you know three and a half four hour games um and uh, i mean that's not what arena football is supposed to be yeah, like, and I think you're going to see some improvements there. I think uh, some, some things that I've already heard uh, from the league that they're aware of some of those things. And that's there, great. There are some things that uh, some that, changes for the next game. That they're they gonna, have they're, they're definitely already already on. So, um, Doug White checks in and says, "Announce MVPs or stars of the game after the game." No, oh, good idea. I like that. Uh, that might be something to uh, to. We have the player of the game going on already for the high school. So. Well, you know, there's a company in town. I can't remember what they're called, but for high school football <laughs> games, they do a player of the week, um, and fans vote on it, and they have this whole system set up. I wonder if you could contact them and figure out what that player of the week system looks like, and maybe uh, make that into <laughs> something that we use for the gunslingers, okay. where where fans voted on their player of the week in the middle of the game. Um, you, you, you reach out to they're called um, what is it it's the something player of the week what's it I can't remember <laughs> what it's called um, I'll, I'll get back to you no it's the John Wayne player of the week <laughs> uh, you guys already have that kind of system set yeah. up where you do a voting um, system maybe that's something that uh, you know I don't know what all the technology is involved in that but you do um, I, you've I got don't either he does okay well he does <laughs> um but yeah, that's but a good how idea. great would that be no, for cool. people to pull yeah. out their phones in the middle of the third quarter and vote for their their player yeah, of the game? That's an awesome idea. And name it at the end of the game, um, and we can give them a John Wayne hat or sure. player yeah. of the week hat. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. a good idea. Uh, that like whole it. thing. Uh, see, Ooh. we're just we're we're solving all the problems right here, right now. Right here, that's a round table, right? Like let's, let's <laughs> right. figure out everything that's wrong, and we we'll we'll go from here. <laughs> well, one of those things, uh, coincidentally, in talking about tac- uh, tracking players was. Uh, tracking player stats. So I know because we heard from our connections with the league and the the podcast that um, the team was not really good at getting the stats turned into the league on time 
there were some issues with that in the first couple of games. And then even so, on the um, I had like a fan approach me at the watch party even and said, you know, we had uh, one of our players, Sparrow, who had two interceptions by himself in week two. And then he obviously goes and, and tracks the stats that, that's on the official league website. And he wasn't mentioned on there. Um, and, of course, you know, fans want to see their players represented when they go out there and look yeah. at that stuff. So um, I don't know if you guys have a plan moving on forward on who's going to be uh, tracking stats. Like and, and that's gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, that's something to consider. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, a, it's a requirement. You yeah. know, we will get fined right. if we yeah. don't do that. So. Right. Have been fined. We I have, understand. We have been fined. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's going to be addressed. <laughs> I understand. Um, Carrie brings up something. Carrie White brings up something. Children's tickets should be cheaper than adults. Let's talk ticket prices okay. for a second because that has um, been a moving target for folks over the first two games. Um, do you have a pricing structure in mind that you want to roll forward with? And we realize that Ticketmaster gets their cut and the Freeman gets their cut. And there's probably three more people out there that you have to get their cut to before you see anything to run the team on. But um, is there a pricing structure you're kind of looking at? Yeah, definitely are. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that uh, my father talked to Hector about when we first met him was, you know, we got to make sure this is, uh, you know, affordable. So if we're mm -hmm. not getting people out there, we got to make sure that this is affordable. We do feel like this can be very affordable uh, family entertainment and that's that's kind of the whole uh idea that we have behind this is is getting people out there and so that is definitely something that we're looking at i know after uh that first game he uh made that adjustment already they changed uh from the first week they did the and week. and that kind of got lost a little bit in the uh free ticket giveaway but i yes. fully understand why mm -hmm. you wanted to do that but we did talk some about the pricing structure did come down free's good right Free's great. If you want to start giving, you, you can give away. To, I don't know how you're going to make you money. You won't survive that way. We don't want that. No. Okay. Maybe the Freeman will be free. That's why, you know, then we can free. free. So I made a joke yeah. when you guys started giving yeah. away free football. I said, is that why it's called the Freeman? <laughs> That's genius. Um, Home of the free ticket. Free football. Yeah. Uh, there was somebody that, uh, that mentioned maybe, gosh, I'm going to get their idea wrong. If this was you. And I get your idea wrong. I'm sorry. And if I don't give you credit, I won't give you credit because I don't remember where he said it. But said something about having uh, setting up a, you know, John Wayne corral up in the upper section somewhere, a section of seats that you make available, um, you know, on Tuesday or Wednesday here at John Wayne or somewhere out in the community. And they drop by, they pick up their tickets for the John Wayne corral. And that just gets some people in um, so that they can come in and see the game for free and hopefully a certain number of those people go well that was a great time i would even pay right yeah. to do that um so that was an idea and i'm sure um i know i stole that from somebody i just don't remember who i stole it from um but that's an idea uh doug white mentions that if you if you lower kids ticket prices kids will bring other people bigger people that have money into the seats that's true um yeah, and that one I think is a little bit tough to do because, you know, when you have these for sale on Ticketmaster, I don't think there's any way it can tell if it's a child, child or, seat or an yeah. adult seat. So uh, I get where you're coming from on that one, Doug, but we'll, we'll have to kind of get creative on that one. Yeah, um, I got a plan. Um, uh, listen to KTSA in the morning, hear lots of John Wayne commercials would be a great place to start. Radio commercials as we get into game weeks here in town 
is a no-brainer. You guys have that locked down. Um, but you mentioned listening to Sports Talk Radio, and it's almost free advertising for your product. If you can get on Chris Duell's show or even Mike Taylor, if he's willing to talk to you, <laughs> or one of those guys, and they do a whole segment talking about your product, it's almost free. And, and those oh, are yeah. sports fans. Like those are your your audience is already working on what you're doing. So um, definitely have um, intentions on getting some of our players and coaches out there. Sure, talk with some of those. Uh, a t-shirt gun to shoot t-shirts. I mean, she's doing great tossing them. Who is that that's doing that for y'all? Yeah. Was that somebody that that y'all set up? No, that no, drives that around like, in the truck. No, uh, uh, that was her name is Trudy, Trudy. and she is actually uh, somebody that they had already had. Oh, okay, uh, doing that. Uh, we just drove around in the truck. Oh, okay, that's great. I do love the truck coming out on the field and driving around. Yeah, yeah. I would love for the field to be complete, the dashboards to be complete all the way around, but then you lose the truck. Like, you can't get the truck out there if you do that. So I don't know how to fix that. Um, yeah, I'm the- one of those people that want both. I want, <laughs> I want the field to be complete, and I want you to drive a truck out there. How about that? Um the, and the you, cannon, do have, you do have a cannon. Very cannon's cool. already done. Yeah. T-shirt nice. cannon is coming. The more fan engagement, the better because it's, oh, yeah. it, it just enhances the experience. I saw recently on a game a, a chug cam. I'd be down for that. Like I, I said in the last show, <laughs> yeah. put that chug cam on. Chug I'll cam, start, Simba I'll cam, beer, any whatever. of that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was working with the Freeman. You may not know yet. You may have not have been able to uh, connect with them. But how is working with the Freeman? I realize they do their own camera feed right that's the going up to the jumbotron is that them yeah or is that so texas sports Productions? Well, okay so that's that's something else that um we have to get worked out so obviously you know the guys at tsp and they've been doing handling the stream uh and they're going to do that for the rest of the season yep home games yep yes and uh and they do a great job for us on that um but from what i understand the way that's really supposed to work they're basically just sending that feed up to the jumbotron but the way it really should be set up as it's kind of a separate thing inside the arena. Uh, so you can do things like your chug cam or your kiss me cam or whatever you want to do in that. So it's kind of two different things. And that's something that we'll be meeting yeah. with, uh, you know, all the, the production team and all those guys on, on, on the, the proper way to do that. I think that's going to have to change up just a little bit. And just, I, I realize Bobby has probably already talked to you about this. Uh, Bobby Stotzenberger of Texas sports productions, but boy, if you could find a different place to put that broadcast crew so that they could see the game a little better, sitting, uh, sitting all the way up 20 yards off the field in one end zone is a rough way to call a game, isn't it, Leo? Yeah, we know from experience <laughs> on that one. Um, oh, yeah, especially when footballs are coming at you. I know he's kind of worried about his. Yeah, yeah he's well. got a lot of equipment <laughs> yeah, up there. Dodge, <laughs> dodge ball. Uh, end zones with our team's name on it. Let's talk a, bit, a little bit about branding on the field. Is that something that we're going to start seeing? Uh, yes, uh, that is something that will be in the in the long term plans. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that'll necessarily change sure. this year, but yeah. but yes, absolutely. I got you. Um, yeah, certainly San Antonio Gunslingers out on those uh, end, zone. end zones. Maybe a nice big John Wayne Service Company logo right in the center. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm just throwing some things you out. You got all the ideas here. <laughs> Um, one of these days I'll start charging you for them, but, but not now. Um, what other kind of, uh, what about the kid Craddock morning radio show in SA? Everyone listens to that. I guess kid, kid Craddock. You listen to kid Craddock? I, I, I don't, but I think that's a lot of syndicated. 
Yeah, it's. It, I think that's yeah, syndicated think out of is. Dallas. Yeah. Um, but it's an idea. I mean, certainly getting on the radio is gonna yeah. is gonna be a thing. Uh, two dollar beer night. Jim Murnay says two dollar <laughs> beer night, which is funny because he doesn't even come to to gunslinger games. Chug he lives cam. in uh, yeah, and then do you do your chug cam? Yeah. No, that's on Freeman though, right? Like they're they're in charge of the concessions, right? That's their deal, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. We're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna see what what we can what we can talk to them about. I, I think uh, you know from uh, the little bit that we have talked to those guys over there. Uh, I can tell you that uh, we've talked to Lou over there at the Freeman, and he's very very he's been very good so far. Very definitely. Uh, he wants this to work and uh, is be willing to help. So we've got to get through a few things there for sure. One of the, all, one all. Of the biggest things is um, we could do more with more people to this day. Yes. Yeah. Sure. The more people that show up, the more, the more we could do. The, the bargaining power is, you have right. as a team That's right. with yeah. the Freeman right. or with any other organization. Come on, San Antonio. Um, let's talk a little bit about something that I know will, will make a difference to that number. Um, you will see more people show up for games and be in the stands if we can open up more tailgating opportunity at the Freeman, is that a conversation it at is. all? Is it, that a possibility I, I at all? I think it, it kind of goes to what Carl's just talking about. Exactly. All of those things I think can, will come in time. Uh, what we need to do right now is get people in the stands and, and show the Coliseum that, uh, that San Antonio is behind this team because, you know, they, they haven't, you know, they have to have a certain number of people, you know, to open that place up and right. know, get everything mm-hmm. going as well. You know, just, just like we do. For sure. So tailgating is a possibility, and it is something that we would look forward to. The other thing um, I want to ask is, so you've got a general manager. You uh, are are the owner, um, for lack of a better term, since you won't give yourself a title. I'll just throw one on you. Um, the do you have somebody that is going to handle um, media relations? And what I mean by that is a lot of teams, no matter what the – the final score is after after a game they have somebody that writes a quick media release that goes out for wide release and most most radio stations and tv stations in san antonio don't don't look at the missions report at all but i guarantee you there's somebody that writes that up and sends it out to all the media organizations in san antonio at the end of every san antonio missions game or san antonio commanders game i know the guy or or have worked with the guy that does utsa um, do you have somebody uh, tapped yet, or is that an idea that, that that you want to lock down somebody that just does media relations and gets that information into their hands and ho- in hopes they use it? Yeah, I think it definitely is something that we need to have. It is not something that we do have at yeah. this time. Okay. Okay. Um, want to do it? Me? No. God. <laughs> um, I know some guys, though. I'll, I'll, we'll talk <laughs> offline. Um, I do know some guys that would be interested in uh, maybe – uh, filling that role in some way. Uh, well, we're excited. I, I think fans are excited. I've seen several folks, and I haven't, um, I haven't stopped down and read every one that says John Wayne uh, because they don't know uh, Brandon and Carlos yet. So they've just been calling this new ownership group uh, the John Wayne Group, and they keep talking about John Wayne is killing it already. Um, we've seen good things. Uh, we've seen exciting things from that uh, that second game. Um, all the way through, um, what people don't know behind the scenes is, um, and, and I don't want we don't want to disparage anybody, but I don't know 
based on the situation and the way it was, I don't know if there'd be San Antonio Gunslingers football if you guys weren't part of this. Uh, I'm not sure Hector and Jason had the resources to move forward much further than we've gotten to this point. If you guys weren't there to uh, step in and move alongside them for a little while and then eventually take the lead um, and, and move forward with this. Um, that's all I really want to say about it, but um, I appreciate the fact that you guys have, have gone this far and have jumped in at this point. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, just like Carlos said earlier, you know, you got to give them credit for doing what they did. For because sure. You, I'll tell you yeah. what, I would have never done this. I mean, we, right. we wouldn't have just come up with this idea and, and, and started this team. Um, and so they did do that. And so, uh, you know, you have a lot of, uh, you know, people that, you know, have different ideas and, you know, talk and they did take some action. They got something done. We do have the gunslingers here now. And so uh, I do thank them for that. Is it an easy thing to do without, uh, you know, uh, you know, to, it, it's, a, it's, it's not easy. And, yeah. and they did get it to this point. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we probably, you know, wasn't going to be sustainable, but, um, you know, that's, that's why we're, we're doing what we're doing and we want to want to keep it going. And, you know, we just need to get, uh, the support of the city of the fans. And, uh, and at some point we need to get the, the trust and support of some sponsors. Uh, some, you know, some of our, our great companies here in San Antonio need to get behind this as well, but obviously we've got, you know, to uh, to prove ourselves and, and get people on those stands. So that's For really sure. the answer to everything right now. Uh, so the, you, that's great place to go. Um, and and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that we have nothing but the utmost respect for what Jason, Absolutely. Hector, and Jonathan did to get things to this point. There are so there are millions of conversations every day between two guys that start with "Let's start a." Let's let's start a band. Let's yeah. start a bar. Let's mm-hmm. start. Let's do this. Um, Never happens. That do yeah. not happen. So for them to um, put the blood and sweat and tears and their own dollars and their livelihoods in some uh, cases behind getting this thing going, um, they 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 always deserve a place yeah. in gunslinger history. Uh, when people tell the history of this team, it should always start. Um, with Hector and Jason in a phone call um, on January 2nd of 2020 um, that we've heard about, you know, a two-hour phone call that said, hey, Mm -hmm. I think we could really do this. Um, That being said, I'm excited about where things are moving now. Um, If somebody doesn't know, we talk a lot about John Wayne Service Company. We've mentioned it over and over again. It's why you guys are able to step in and, and be part of this venture. But if somebody's like, okay, I've seen their trucks. I don't pay attention to the commercial when it comes on the radio because I don't listen to commercials. Um, what can you guys help them out with? Like, what, what does John Wayne do if they don't know? Because we say John Wayne Service Company, and that could mean a whole bunch of different things. What do you guys do? So what we do is help uh, homeowners out with uh, problems that they have around the house. So we take care of heating and air conditioning problems. Uh, so everything from routine maintenance calls to uh, service calls, the system goes out. We have technicians that come out in fully stocked trucks that can diagnose the problem, uh, have a good nine out of 10 times. They have parts on the truck to take care of the problem on the spot. 
uh, if people that call us out for uh, estimates on new equipment or if they have an older unit and they want to see repair versus replace options we give those options as well uh, we have a full stock of equipment here in this warehouse uh, that's available for installation we have a full uh, installation team uh, that typically goes out uh, usually the next day all of our jobs get turned uh, they're usually one day jobs and a lot of people don't know that when they call us out they think it's going to be you know, like a week project. Yeah, so like I'll that. give you a perfect example of that. We, uh, at my job, which is at a church, uh, have an air conditioner that's down right now. And my daughter is supposed to have a um, graduation party in that room on Saturday. Mm. We call the other service company out because that's who the church has always used. They came out today. They diagnosed the problem. They found it. They've ordered the part. It's going to be here Thursday, maybe probably more like friday we're sitting now on our hands and we're we're biting our nails because saturday we don't want it to be 90 degrees right in the fellowship hall of the church while we're having a graduation party so the the idea of turning it around next day um if it's 100 degrees outside and your air conditioner's not working next day sounds a lot better than three days from now oh, oh yeah no, yeah you don't want to wait for that and and uh, you know, we, we try to do a good job of, of keeping all of our trucks stocked, keep our warehouses stocked. But as you know, nowadays there is a lot of supply chain issues. Sure. Yeah. Yep. It is a lot different than it has been over the last couple of years. And some of these manufacturers, uh, you know, there's actually some horror stories of, you know, some mm -hmm. of these uh, parts that kind of get months and months yeah. behind, especially if they come from overseas. Gotcha. Uh, so you guys do air conditioning, heating, plumbing? Plumbing, yep, full full service plumbing. So, uh, all types of plumbing uh, uh, jobs from water heaters, you know, water filtration systems, water softeners, toilets, faucets, um, PRVs, all those kinds of things. Um, we have a full staff of licensed plumbers and then also installation teams on the plumbing side, um, as well as uh, electrical. So we have electricians as well. Wow, so you do. Uh, heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical. You guys do house cleaning too, like vacuum and <laughs> well, provide <laughs> provide cleaners. Or we're, do you do? we're supposed to leave it cleaner than we found it. Well, that's, that's good. Well, you, you cook me so. dinner. <laughs> right. I mean, where, where does it stop? Hey. When you say service they company, you're serious. They did bring you dinner. They made me dinner tonight. They did make you dinner tonight. Well, that's great. I mean, you know, I know it sounds like well, they're stopping down and doing a commercial for John Wayne. Um, yeah. We are because they're a part of uh, San Antonio Gunslingers and without them, I don't know that we would have the Gunslingers uh, for much longer or if we would have them at this point. So yeah, we want you, uh, when you have your next air conditioning problem or when you have your next heating problem or plumbing problem to say, hey, I'm gonna call them and see if they can help me out because they're the ones that are responsible for your football team that you're, that you're enjoying and spending time with. So you could put money into one of those other companies and those aren't they're not bad guys they're out there making a living too but if you're gonna have to have work done around your air conditioning unit you might as well let your money go to the guys that are supporting your football team that own your football team right um that that that's what loyalty looks like that's what brand loyalty looks like and um i've been around san antonio for a while i hear the name john wayne everywhere i've never heard anybody tell me that you guys don't do a good job like I've never heard anybody say, we all hear about companies that you don't want to call this company. I've never heard that about John Wayne. 
Yeah, I've heard that about some of the other guys, unfortunately, <laughs> but I've never heard that about John. So yeah, we we try to do we try to do our best, and you know, uh, so our our company, you know, reputation is everything. So you know, what what we tell the guys is, you know, uh, our job is to treat our guys right. We we try to, uh, you know, keep a, a happy workforce and and do things for them that other companies don't do for them, and so our belief is that we take care of them their job is to take care of the customers. And so, you know, they'll go out and do a good job for the customers. And so it's a family environment. Uh, and this is gonna be the same way that the, the Gunslingers organization is gonna run. Sure. Uh, we're looking for good guys. Good character. Good character guys. Good guys that wanna be a part of this community, that wanna be a part of this team, uh, that can also are very talented, that can get it done on the football field. Right. And uh, we understand that, hey, things have been been tough and and because things have been tough they haven't really been taken care of the way they needed to be and so our goal is to take good care of those guys and keep them happy and they're going to give the people of san antonio a great product on the field doug white checks in and says hey john wayne sounds like a great company to work for you guys i've seen a lot of recruiting lately that you're doing um so somebody's looking for that next career and don't know what they're going to do Come see us. Yes. Okay. Um, can do attitudes. We are always hiring. <laughs> yes. uh, can do attitudes, and uh, sure, we hire for attitude. Just so you know. So even if you don't know anything about plumbing or air conditioning, we actually have a whole training academy here. Yeah. So in fact, isn't can, it sometimes better if they don't know anything about well, air conditioning or plumbing? Don't you bring in right some way? guys and have yeah. to retrain them on yeah. how to do it the right way? Well, no doubt about it. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's you know the. the I have so many guys, actually all of my best guys, almost all of my best guys are from homegrown, right? Yeah. Um, not where I took them from some other company and then tried to, you know, uh, you know, untrain bad habits or something like that. So yeah, from, from the, from the homegrown is definitely, definitely the way to go. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, there you go. There's all the information you need to know about John Wayne and what they do here. Yeah. Um, and cool how stuff. you could be a part of that. Uh, lots of good uh, good talk about John Wayne going on on the chat right now. Um, Carrie White talking about every employee they've met so far has been amazing. John Wayne clearly takes care of their people. Um, so there you go. Um, nothing more needs to be said about that necessarily. Uh, one person did mention something as we were talking about that. That sounded like a good idea, but it, it means... Uh, something for you, but start using gunslingers, guys, players in gunslingers <laughs> uniforms in some John Wayne commercials. Commercials, yeah. Okay. Like, like <laughs> bonus on, you know? Yeah. It only, it cost you, cost you how much ever for 30 seconds either way. Yeah. Um, why not, why not uh, advertise both of your products right. that you have out there and get a double shot for that, uh, for that 30 second ad or whatever it is on TV or, or radio. Um, we uh we appreciate what you guys are doing um is there a point i know what you're gonna say i i I know the answer to this question um is there a point where this thing becomes unsustainable even for you guys is is there do you see the possibility that we get into this thing and you guys do just have to shut it down if fans don't get involved or is that not a thought in your mind right now? Um, no, I think that is actually a reality. Yeah. Um, okay. Because then it's a good thing we ask. It's yeah, a good thing we bring it up. 
you know, yeah. I mean, there's we can only I mean we can only support something so far, and you, know, you we, don't have unlimited resources no, that you can just pour no. into this thing forever. <laughs> no, no, no. So I mean, uh, we got to get uh, fan support on yeah. this, and that that's really the only way it works, you know. And it doesn't take, you know. And we were just talking about this today, you know. There's like two million people here, right? Right. This, yeah. We can't get five thousand people in this in this Freeman Coliseum to go see a, a arena football game. I think we can, right? Yeah, I yeah. think they have to hear about it, which yes. is which and is that's the, the first that's the thing. challenge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that is that is the first challenge. Is if there's no awareness yet, yeah. um, outside of you know. Uh, some you know, rinky-dink podcast, some, yeah. <laughs> some of that kind of stuff, yeah. But uh, let me say this too: is uh, thank you guys for what you're doing because oh, we have I, a blast with and, it. Like, and I, I only discovered this, you know, I don't know, a few weeks yeah, ago. As we started getting I've, involved I've heard here for two weeks now, and uh, I think it's really cool that that you guys. I think it's really great for the gunslingers that you guys are doing this show. You know, pretty much all about them and all yeah. about all about their team. I, I think it's awesome. I learned a lot of insights by just hearing y'all the past couple of weeks. Well, hey. Things that, things that I didn't know. That's great. From this insight. point forward, though, we need the insights to come from you so yeah. we can tell these people. We, we, oh, need, we, we don't, need new connections. Yeah, right? we got to have connection to the now team. Now seeing it a different angle. Uh, <clears throat> no, we do. We appreciate that you guys are jumping in and getting yep. involved and that you're excited about it. Um, but you're right. Uh, when it comes down to it, the only way this thing is going to be successful is if San Antonio gets behind it. Yeah. Because, like it or not, the reality is – if it's not supported and it can't sustain itself, it goes away. Right. Um, that's just, that, that is true of anything. Um, and so the best thing that you can do, if you're listening to the podcast or you're checking out with us on Facebook right now, I know we're running long and you guys are ready to, to log off and uh, eat some pizza. I'm excited about this pizza sitting in front of me right now. <laughs> um, you got to support it. You got to share it when it pops up on your Facebook feed or on your Twitter feed. Hey, get the Twitter share. going um, for gunslingers, by the way. Uh, you, did You're you a Twitter get, guy? I prefer Twitter, okay. I think, for this kind of right. venture. Um, I think it's better. I think it's quicker, and it hits, it hits quicker, and you can get it out further. Um, that being said, uh, all of the social media is, is valuable yep. um, for Facebook, something like Instagram. this. Facebook, um, Instagram. But... When you see it pop up on your feed, you have to share it too. Um, James Renee says, at SA Gunslingers FB. There are two Gunslingers accounts out there. Have you seen this? One's gone. One's gone? Today. It disappeared today. Is that the FB one? Yeah. Okay. So it's just at SA Gunslingers. SA Gunslingers. Okay. 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 Good deal. Uh, so there you go, Jim. It's that's not a good account anymore. It popped up a couple of like last week or something. Because the other one was hard, couldn't get control of. Oh, okay, ah, you were having sense. some trouble. Um, yeah. So it's funny how handovers of things like this become weird. Social media accounts is something that you guys probably never thought about when you started this process, and somewhere along the way went, wait a second, we have to have control of those things so that we can do the marketing that we, we want to do so badly. Yeah. Um. We do want to connect you with Inside the Walls podcast, Jim. I'm mentioning you one more time um, because they're going to want to talk to you guys at some point soon and have you on their show. Um, but we really appreciate what you're doing. And if you appreciate listening to the podcast, watching right now what they're doing, uh, like it, share it, get it out there, and buy your tickets. Um, you do no good 
watching this thing on YouTube when it comes to San Antonio on June 11th. Like you're doing nothing to help. If you don't buy a ticket and you're just watching it on YouTube, you've done nothing to help this venture. Um, you got to at least buy your ticket and be there. Um, bring a friend, bring eight friends, bring 12 friends, bring a hundred friends. We want you to bring people and pack the, we can't say pack the dome. Nope. It's a uh, pack the, the Coliseum. Yeah. We're going to have to come. Oh, well, we want to call <laughs> it the saloon. We right? want to, so. yeah, we want to see them at the Coliseum. Yep. See them at, <laughs> at the Coliseum. I say, I say, we want to see them at there. the Coliseum. Um, but we got to get people in there. They got to buy tickets. Uh, can they already buy tickets for June 11th? Is that already out there? They can. Yes, they can. Um, and that is at, through Ticketmaster? Correct. Yeah. Um, are there going to be opportunities outside of Ticketmaster to buy tickets? There are. Okay. Yep. Um, just curious because some people, um, kind of like me, don't like giving Ticketmaster their cut. And if we can avoid that, um, Ticketmaster is evil. Um, is, that's my opinion, not the opinion of the San Antonio Gunslingers or the yeah. Freeman Coliseum. That's Philip Higginbotham's opinion. Uh, but San, uh, but uh, Ticketmaster is evil. So um, we can do uh, group sales. Um, oh, okay. Yes, we can. This do, is good news. So we can do group sales, and we'll we'll be starting uh, you know some campaigns on that. Uh, we'll be kind of reaching out to different groups and and doing a group sales approach that that's would great. Uh, kind of bypass some of that. That's great. That's great. Uh, Brian Scott says, have a suggestion box slash email for fans if they have suggestions. Um, That might be an opportunity. Guys, we don't want to keep you any longer. It's getting late, um, but we're excited about what's going on with the Gunslingers. Um, We're excited to hopefully see a better game put forward in Orlando on uh, Saturday night. Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Only way is up. That's a guarantee, yeah. 6 (laughs) o'clock. It's a well, you seven o'clock yeah. or uh, six. What is it? Seven o'clock. Seven Orlando. their time. Yeah. So it's six time. o'clock six our time. Central. Um, that's going to be on YouTube, but uh, they can fly out there and uh, watch the game too. And they will. You guys are doing that, right? You're flying out to watch mm-hmm. the Orlando game. Uh, he is. I'm not going to be at this one. Oh, you're not going to this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else is in Orlando? There's nothing there. To do anyway. <laughs> um, I got I got a six year old birthday party on Saturday, so oh, I got you. Yep, yeah. I got you. My for my youngest, but uh, yeah, that uh, we got another watch party going on. We do, we do. We do. Yeah, Where's nice. that going to be? Same do we know yet? Place. Same place. Southtown 101. Six o'clock. Excellent. Uh, inside or are we going to make it outside this time? Because I heard there was a plan for outside and it didn't it may not have worked out as. Yeah. It was both. Huh? It was both. Oh, it was. Yeah, they had it outside as well. Okay. Good deal. Um, but it's going to primarily be set up for outside. I think the inside will still be available. Okay. The weather does get a little warm out there. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, what are the chances that it'll get warm in, in May yeah. in San Antonio? <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Uh, well, there you go. We're going to take on the Orlando Predators, 6 p.m. Um, come out to Southtown 101. Enjoy the game with some... Uh, Winnable game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, you guys will have your merch out there again. Yeah, we will. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you going to have any players out there, but no, the players are busy. We'll see. We'll have an update on the cheerleaders. Uh, there you oh, go. There you go. There you go. Um, we need a watch party centrally located. You don't get much more central than like right next to downtown at Southtown 101, <laughs> right? Um, oh, Carrie, Carrie and Doug both said, uh, more centralized. Let us know what you mean by more centralized, because that uh, that might be something they look into. Yeah. Um, if location is bad for people, they would maybe maybe look for 
a different location. Let but I don't know. know what centralized means, so let us, let us know what you mean by that. Um, guys, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you guys on Facebook Live go. And we're going to let our podcast listeners go. But before we do, uh, we have a message, Leo. Yeah, that we're going to say we're, with flat rim caps on. I got to let everybody know who's uh, not watching that Philip Higginbotham, yes, Philip Higginbotham. I was going to try to get through this. Is wearing a flat this. rim hat right now. That's how sort of. he is. I've, I've already given it some curve, <laughs> and it will have more soon. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Because flat brim hats, no. It looks good on you. Well, you did bend it, though. I did. I had to give it some care. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. Sorry. We do have a message, though, for uh, the entire National Arena League, really. Uh, for yep. those guys up in Albany, the Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Lions in Columbus. Yep. Uh, the Carolina Cobras, who think that they've got our number now. After it's all a ruse. Uh, the Jacksonville Sharks swimming out there in Florida. And certainly uh, coming to Orlando this week. When it comes to football in the arena, Leo, the 210 has got something to say. Bang, bang. <laughs>